Amen. I love the Lord today and I bless the Lord just for what he's doing in our lives and how the Lord is speaking. I am just excited. I'm excited in my spirit. I feel, mm, you all, I feel the presence of the Lord. And I am not, um, I'm not moved. I'm not shaken by what's going on in the world. Yes, stuff is happening. We can't deny that. I'm not one of these people, oh, this is not, no. Things are happening. We're living in the midst of a pandemic. We're living in the midst of controversy in our country. We're living in the midst of controversy around the world. We're living in the midst of just chaos in some areas. And the gospel is being attacked. And, and, and even the enemy is coming against our personal lives. We have stuff going on. But one thing I know, as Bishop was saying, God has never lost control. And so we can depend on him. We can trust our God. Amen. How great, one songwriter said, how great, how great, how great is our God. Amen, amen, amen. So I'm excited about what the Lord is doing. And let's, let's just go before the Lord because we want to go into the word. And I, I really need the presence of the Holy Spirit to help this morning, to help teach this word that the Lord has put in my spirit. Hallelujah, Jesus. But I feel, I declare, I feel, and I feel, and I feel. And Holy Spirit, we bless you. Thank you for being here. Jesus, you said where any two or three of us would gather in your name, you'd be in the midst. And here we are, we've gathered in your name. Whether we're here, Bishop and I are here, the two here in this house. But we're gathering with people around the country, around the world. And we are declaring that no weapon formed against us will prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against us in judgment, it shall be condemned. And we bless you for it. And Holy Spirit, let your word go forth today with clarity. Let the word go forth under an anointing with an anointing that makes teaching the word easy and receiving the word easy. We believe you for it, that yokes would be destroyed, that we'd recognize who we are, and we'd serve you inside of the beauty of who you are. We bless you this morning. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. We thank God. Amen, amen, amen. Again, we welcome you this morning, especially to the OFH family. We thank God for you. Whether, whether you are a, a, a part of our family, the church family, or the extended family, we bless God for every one of you who are listening. And regardless to where you're from, anywhere, wherever you're from around the world, we bless God for you. And you're in our hearts. I want to go to the word this morning. I really want to go to the word. And, and, and I want us this morning to really hear what the spirit is saying. And, and, and even as I'm ministering to you, I'm listening for myself, too, because I believe the word starts with me first. I also believe that regardless of what, regardless of what a, a minister may minister, it had the Lord is speaking to them first. And so here we are this morning as the word go forth. Not only are, I'm asking your cup to be turned up, but I'm asking I'm telling myself you turn your cup up, too, because God is talking to you, too. All right, let's go to the word. I want to talk this morning. We've been talking about um, living in the kingdom, living in living in the spirit, and walking in the spirit. But I want to talk to us this morning about kingdom ambassadors, about kingdom ambassadors. 
Praise the Lord. Let's go back to Colossians, the first chapter, the 12th through the 13th verse. Really bless the Lord for Bishop Ed and how the Lord has been using him so mightily, so mightily in the word. Not only has he been teaching the word here online during the Sunday morning services, but even in our Thursday night Bible studies. Oh my goodness. God has been anointing him and to, to really just give us the word. So if you can tune into the Thursday night Bible study, look on on our Facebook page and we'll give you the information as to where you can tune in. But he's been teaching about uh, living in the spirit. And we've learned that if we go to Colossians, that first chapter, I want us to look at that first. We've learned what the spirit is. And it's not just um, hocus pocus. It's not that, but to live in the spirit is to live in the kingdom of God. And Colossians, the first chapter, 12th and 13th verse, Paul, the apostle Paul wrote this. He said, giving thanks unto the father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Bishop touched on this, I believe it was last week, and I, I mentioned, I mentioned, talked about this some also when the last time I spoke. There are two kingdoms. There are two kingdoms here. And I'm not talking about the, uh, or just nation. We can call it a kingdom, you can call it a nation. But for today, I'm going to call it a kingdom. There is the kingdom of darkness, and there is the kingdom of light. You cannot see the two kingdoms unless you move from one kingdom to the next. We're born in sin. The kingdom of darkness is, the, is where sin abides. You cannot, as I said, you can't see light if all you've been uh, exposed to is the darkness. People who live in a country where there is no freedom or where there is, is, is a lot of stress and, and struggle, and they think that's normal unless, that's normal for everyone rather, unless they're exposed to something else. But when they are exposed to something else, they can see the difference in where they live. Once we accept Jesus Christ as our savior, we are translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. I want us to see that. I need us to know that. You know what I, 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 I was thinking the other day and, and I was talking to Bishop and after he preached, I think it was last Sunday, I, I said, baby, we have got to see who we really are. We have got the children of God need to know who we are really are and how important it is for us to realize that we're living in the kingdom of God. How important it is, not only do we live in the kingdom, but we're citizens of the kingdom of God. And with, with, those, with the citizenship comes so many rights and responsibilities. We're no longer citizens of the kingdom of darkness, but because of our new birth, 
Because we've accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we are now citizens of the kingdom of light. That's where we live. And now it's in him we live, it's in him we move, and it's in him we have our being. I want us to look at 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, and the 15th through the 20th verses. It says this, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them that hath committed, and, and I'm sorry, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. The 20th verse says this, now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We are now not just regular citizens, but our status has been upgraded, upgraded to being an ambassador, to being an ambassador. As an ambassador, what is an, an ambassador? An ambassador is a diplomatic official of the highest rank sent by uh, one head of state to a specific nation as a resident representative. And that ambassador is an authorized messenger. And I wanna look at we're going to compare natural and spiritual. An ambassador is a diplomatic official of the highest rank. And he's been sent by the head of state to a specific nation as a resident representative. I know that once Jesus, once we were, once we were born again, as I said, we were translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Our citizenship changed. We are no longer residents of the kingdom of darkness, but now our residence is in the spirit. And we are citizens of the kingdom of light. But not only are we citizens, but we have been elevated, as Paul said, 
we are now ambassadors for Christ. We've got to see ourselves differently than we've been looking at ourselves. Ambassadors, <clears throat> I want us to see this. When we are, when an individual in the natural, when they're chosen or appointed, appointed by the head of state to be an ambassador to a particular country, they're given a letter of credence. In other words, it's a formal diplomatic letter that introduces them as the ambassador who has been sent with those particular powers. We've got to see, now I'm honest, I really want, to, I want you to follow with me closely today because we're going to go somewhere. These are commonly known as diplomatic credentials diplomatic credentials. The letter is addressed to the head of state of that new country, of the new uh, host country, the country where they're going to be staying. And, and, and it's asking them to give credence to whatever the ambassador may say. Because they're speaking on behalf, on behalf of their resident country the country rather to which they have citizenship the word when we are when 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 we are born again the word tells us that god puts his seal on us we are now we are no longer children of satan but we are now children of god and satan recognizes who we are a lot of time he huffs and he puffs. He comes against us because as long as we don't recognize who we are, it's he feels that he has the victory. And we'll never really come into the fullness of our ambassadorship. But we are sent. God appointed ambassadors for this world. An ambassador says what the head of state of their home country tells them to say. They say only what the head of state of the home country tells them to say. They can't give their own opinion. It's not about what they think. It's not about what they say, what they feel. It's not about public opinion. I don't care what else is going on in their home country, when they're moved and when they serve as an ambassador, they are to speak what it is that the head of state who appointed them tells them to say. How many of us being ambassadors for Christ, are we saying what the word says? Not only what the word says about social issues, not only what the word says about different, different situations or different laws, but are we saying what the word says about our own lives and in our own situations? Are we loving like the word says we're supposed to love? Are we forgiving like the word says that we're supposed to forgive? Are we declaring what the word is saying over our individual lives? Because it's in him. We are now ambassadors for Christ.
Hallelujah. The agenda of an ambassador is only to forward the interests of the kingdom or the nation that they represent. Our agenda, since we have been appointed as ambassadors, our agenda is now only what God says it is. It's only what God is saying that it is. Our agenda is the word of God. Our agenda is the kingdom of God. Our agenda, the, our agenda is only those things that pleases the father. In other words, I can't come up with what I feel. What I feel and how I think and all of this flesh stuff that we deal with and, this, and these wars that we have in our own minds, these things are not pleasing the father and they are not according to the agenda of the country that we now live in. We are citizens, and I don't want us to forget that. We are citizens of a new country. We are citizens of kingdom, of the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. And we're on a mission, and we have been sent and appointed as an ambassador from the kingdom of light to work and reside in this kingdom of darkness where we live. We need to see that. See, because he could have saved us and took us out. But he left us here and have declared that we are now ambassadors for Christ. Mm. It's an honor for someone to be asked to serve and to be appointed as an ambassador in this life. It's an honor in the natural. If, if the head of a country, of the country comes and say, I'd like for you to be the ambassador to Jamaica, okay? To Jamaica, that would be an honor because there could be so many other people. Look how many billions of people in the United States. But look, he would ask me, to be an ambassador to that country. That's an honor. And it's an honor for God, for us, when God would ask any one of us to serve as a kingdom ambassador. And we're not representing our own self to serve as an ambassador and represent him, to represent him. An ambassador is not a citizen of the country to which they've been sent. They're not a citizen of the country to which they've been sent. We have been, mm, thank you, Holy Ghost. We are citizens of the kingdom of light. We're citizens of the kingdom of light. And, and we since we're citizens of the kingdom of light, we are no longer citizens of the kingdom of darkness. God has just called us and appointed us to be ambassadors to work in this kingdom. Mm, bless the Lord. 
as ambassadors, all of their expenses are taken care of. They don't have to worry about where they live. They don't have to worry about what they're going to eat. They don't have to worry about where they're going to drive. They don't have to what they're going to drive. They don't have to worry about anything. And plus, they get a salary. We are ambassadors in this world. We don't have to worry about what we're going to eat. And this is the scripture. He tells us to take no thought about what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, where we're going to live. He tells us all of these things, but we worry, we stress over what our next move is going to be, why things are happening to me. Oh God, poor, poor me. Poor. Ambassadors are sent on a specific mission that things are taken care of so they can only, only mm, do their responsibilities. And the Lord takes care of his people. When we start worrying, when we start stressing, and when we start, my Lord, when we start trying to figure out how we're going to do it, we mess up. We mess up. I remember years ago, I read this, this, this book. And somewhere in the book, I don't even remember the name of the book, long years, years, years ago, I was a teenager, a little uh, early 20s, late yeah, probably early 20s. And and this book, this lady, she was set to, she was appointed to be an ambassador. She was surprised that she had gotten the ambassador, the appointment. And 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 so she decided, I think it was to Romania. I think that's where it was. And when she went, she when she finally went to the country, she went straight to the ambassador's residence, to the um, to the uh, ambassador's residence not just the residents, but she went to see the ambassador for Romania, uh, uh, as were uh, Romania State Department. That's where she went. And it caused an offense. It was an offense. I mean, it was a big to-do because that's not the way things were supposed to have been done. She was supposed to have been presented to the head of state. And once she's presented to the head of state with her a letter of credence, then they, she would have been received as an ambassador. And see, what we do so often, we try to figure out what she wasn't aware of what she was supposed to do. She didn't know. She hadn't read the book. She hadn't read the book. And what we do so often, we try to figure out how to do things and we get all misconglomerated and, and, and bum fumbled and we mess up because we don't read the book. There is a manual. There is a manual and the manual is called the Bible. She didn't know that that's not what she was supposed to do because she hadn't read the manual. An ambassador is protected by the government of the of their home country i want us to keep looking at this mm. if if there is an ambassador let's just keep because i've lived in jamaica but let's go still the um, the 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 ambassador from the u.s to jamaica that person is not a citizen of jamaica all of their needs are taken care of 
Everything they need is available to them. There is a driver, there's a car, and not only to them, but to their family. But they are protected by, by the government here in the U.S. They have secret service protection. Not just little Johnny, I have a gun over here. No, 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 no. Secret service protects ambassadors. If anyone comes or tries to get into the, the, the U.S. embassy, wherever, and some of our embassies have been attacked, that was a major offense. Why? Because they are protected by the U.S. government. But as ambassadors for Christ, how much more are we protected by angels? The word tells us in Psalms 91, 11, and 12, for he hath given his angels charge over us to keep us in all of our ways. In their hands, they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. And we have been assigned angels. Angels take care of God's ambassadors. We forget who we are. We forget who we are. While the enemy may try to huff and puff, he cannot, he cannot get past what God is, who God is for, nothing can come against. Nothing can defeat us when God is on our side. As I said, that lady who, in, from that book that I read, she needed to know what was in the manual. There are things ambassadors must know. They've got to know how to interact with other heads of states. They've got to know how to go in and out. They need to know something about the culture of the country they, that, that, to which they've been assigned. They need to know the culture of the country, their host country, their home country. They need to know who they are and where they're working. They can't just take for granted, I know what I'm doing. Because it gets in trouble. You cause problems. When, when you don't take the time to read the manual. The word of God is our manual. We must read the manual. We, not only that, but we've got to be aware of the enemy's devices. We've got to know, we've got to know the plans of the adversary. I can't figure those out in my natural mind. I don't know the enemy's devices in my natural mind because the enemy is spirit. We've got to consult with the Holy Ghost. We've got to talk. We've got to talk to the Holy Ghost because 
said. He was going away. And, 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 and he was sending us a comforter who's going to live in us. And now that the Holy Ghost is in us, we've got to converse with him. Because he knows the wiles of the devil. One thing, and I, I, I've, I've seen this on television so many different times. And I, I've, I've also, the next, one, my next point that I'm going to bring up. And I have often been just kind of just dumb, dumbfounded by it. But it is what it is. And the more I study it, the more I realize it is the truth. Diplomats have what's called diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic immunity. They have full immunity. And what this is, not only do the diplomats have it, but their, children's also, their children also and their families. This means that an ambassador can commit just about any crime and still be immune from prosecution. They can commit a crime in a nation. Let's say they can walk up to somebody on the street and just hit them. Just hit them. But you and I, if we do that, we would be prosecuted for it, for assault. And probably assault and battery. But an ambassador can walk up to somebody on the street and hit them. And hit them. And they cannot be prosecuted because they have what's called diplomatic immunity. And it doesn't matter how much they're condemned on the news. It doesn't matter what people may say. It doesn't even matter what the what the president of the country or the head of state of the particular country that they're assigned to, they have diplomatic immunity. We have got to realize that as citizens of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of light, we have diplomatic immunity in the kingdom. There is, and Romans 8 and 1 tells us, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. God does not condemn his people. We may be convicted, the Holy Spirit will convict us, when we do something contrary to the laws and the governance of the kingdom, or when we act as though we're not citizens of the kingdom of light, but there is no condemnation. What happens to that, uh, to that ambassador who, who, who operates outside of the laws of, the, of their uh, host country they are reported to, it's, their offense is reported to their home country. But the home country has ways that they deal with him. The, the, that, that host country that they're assigned to can't deal with him. They may send him back home or he may be called back home. But there is nothing that, mm, the host country, the country to which they've been assigned, there's nothing they can do about him. In the kingdom of light, there is a way that God deals with us if 
we mess up while working in the kingdom of darkness. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hebrews, the fourth chapter tells us that we can come, fourth chapter in the 16th verse, it tells us we can go boldly to the throne of grace and we can find mercy and we can find grace to help in time of need. That grace to help is grace so you don't do help so you don't do it no more. And see, the kingdom of light has its own ways of dealing with its citizens. The word tells us that God is merciful. He's long-suffering. And he, he's, he's nothing but love. So as we operate and in the kingdom of, of, of darkness, and if we mess up, if we don't get everything just right, he doesn't always pull us back. He doesn't pull us out. No, he'll leave us there. He'll leave us right there and teach us and teach us. Don't do that no more. Don't do that again. Bless the Lord. There are, my God, my God, my God, help me. Different laws for us in the kingdom than there are in the world. We live by a whole different code of law. In the world, it's an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. It's in the world as God helps them to help themselves. But in this kingdom that we live in, we're to bless those who despitefully use and abuse us. We're to love those that hate us, love those that persecute us, do good to those who come against us. That's the kingdom of God. That's the, those are the things, so there's only some of the road. It's in the book. It's in the manual. Read the manual. Those are only some of the things we must do in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. To become an ambassador, you have to go to college. You have to take courses. You have to keep taking courses. When I say keep taking, you've got to have taken, you would have had to have taken uh, supplemental studies to learn about the foreign, about foreign affairs and, and, and foreign policy matters in order to be a natural ambassador. But we who are ambassadors in Christ, we're getting on the job training. From day one, from the day you come into the kingdom, you become an ambassador for Christ. And, 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 and what do we have to do? Number one, in the, in, the, in the manual, we've got to listen to the Holy Ghost. Jesus said he would come and live in us and he would teach us and he would lead us and he will guide us. We have got to listen to the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit. If we are going to be successful ambassadors, for Christ, we have got to live as though we are now citizens of this new kingdom. There is a different lifestyle in the kingdom of life than in the kingdom of darkness. We're getting on the job training, but our training would go so much easier if we would simply listen to the leading and the guiding 
of the Holy Spirit. He's in us. He's in us. One thing that would make us more effective as ambassadors is to let our, let his yes be our yes and his no become our no. Not, we've got to stop chiding. We've got to start, stop trying to negotiate with the Holy Spirit. We want what we want. We want to do it our way. But when we do things our way and while we're still left in this country where we are assigned to work, where we've been favored and, and, and appointed to work, while we're still here, he knows what's best. He knows how to lead us and guide us. He knows what the mind of the father is. He knows the plan that the father has for us. And all he's asking us to do is listen and obey. Let me give you, let me give you an acid test. Whenever the Holy Spirit speaks and you start, and you can, you, you, you may say, I don't know when God speaks, but let me say this to you right quick. Anytime that it's something that your flesh wants more than you want to please God, more than what you know in your spirit God is saying, that means that's the Holy Spirit talking to you. Give you an example. It's always so easy to use relationships. Let's say if I'm in a relationship, if I'm not married, I'm in a relationship. And along the line, I've seen signs. There've been signs. I need to, I need to hurry here. There, there's signs and I can see it. I keep getting a check in my spirit and I'm, 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 I'm feeling heavy and the relationship is making me feel heavy and I'm not, my spiritual walk is affected by the relationship. Somewhere along the line, and I'm, I dare say all along the line, the Lord, I mean, the, the Holy Spirit has been speaking to me, saying, saying, this is not good for you. This is not good for you. But when we, st but, but when we start chiding with him, when we start telling him, who are we talking to in our minds? When, we, when we're talking, have you ever just been talking? Back to whatever this is, what you say, whatever. You just have what you call just having a conversation in your mind. Often we're talking and chiding with the Holy Spirit. We say, but but he's been good for me. He's good to good good to this and he helps me here. And he, he comes to church. He he acts like he loves the Lord. We know we tell him he loves the Lord. And but you still feel something on the inside that's telling you this is not good for you. But, but then you still go, but he's so nice to me. He makes me feel good. We pray together. You, you understand? We read the word together. We read the manual. We read the manual together. But who are you talking to back to in your mind and why? This is because, this is because the one who's to lead us and to guide us and giving us the on-the-job training is telling us that's not good for you. That's not good for you. And what we do, we chide with him. 
if we're going to be the best ambassadors that we can be, if we're going to do what it is that God is calling us to do, if we're going to do what God is calling us to do, we have got to listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit. In the uh, U.S. Department of State Foreign Affairs Manual, there is a term. It's called Ambassador Extraordinary. Ambassador Extraordinary. An ambassador extraordinary is a diplomat minister of the highest rank sent on a special mission. Those of us in the kingdom of God, we are ambassador ex ambassadors extraordinary. We're not just a, just a, a, a common ambassador. We are extraordinary. Why? Because we've got the presence of God living on the inside of us. We've got the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. A regular ambassador only, he knows and he has to stay in contact, yes, with the person who sent him, with the nation that sent him, but, but, we are, and they are, they can be extraordinary in the natural, yes, but, and they're sent on a special mission, but we are extraordinary. All of us, the children of God are extraordinary because we have a specific purpose. And the purpose that we have is and as we read in first in second Corinthians rather 5 and 17 through 19, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, old things are passed away. And behold, all things are new. And then verse 18 and 19 says this, and I want us to listen closely. All things are of God who have reconciled us. That means to be reconciled means to be brought back in good standing with. Who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Let me interject this right here. Every born again believer is a minister. You ask them, so what do you do? Are you a minister? No, I'm just a, no, you're not just a. Because everywhere we go, we, are, we take the ministry of reconciliation with us. We are ministers of the new kingdom. We're being sent out and we're getting on the job, job training. Just listen. Listen to the Holy Ghost. Oh, bless the Lord. I, I, I like NCIS. NCIS LA. Let me say that one. I like them both, but I like NCIS LA. They have these earwigs. These earwigs? Is that it? Earpieces. Earpieces. Earwig is a bug. They have these earpieces in their ear. 
And somebody can be in their main headquarters and they're out there on the field, but they're giving them direction. And sometimes they may be in a building and they can, they're using heat sensor, sensor um, technology to see when, if anybody else is, see which way to go and which way to turn. It's like we have earbuds in, not the ones that hang out, because everybody can't see them, but they're down in their ears. And they, they're being told, go this way, go left. This person is, this is happening. This person is coming your way. And this is happening. And that's like what we have as ambassadors extraordinary. The Holy Spirit is on, our, on the inside of us telling us, go here, go there, turn here, turn there. Don't, don't do that. Stop, stop. And we can be successful. In, 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 in ministering the, the word of reconciliation as we listen to the Holy Spirit. We have an incredible assignment. We are honored by God, favored by God to be called to the ministry of reconciliation. The ministry of reconciliation, you may not have a title, let me tell you something. When God talks to me, he doesn't address me as Pastor Carlene. God talks to me. If he calls my name at all, sometimes he's just talking, I hear him, and I know it's him. But if, if, if he ever calls my name, he doesn't call me by title. I'm honored when he calls my name. If he calls my name, he's real serious to me. But he still doesn't say, Pastor Carlene. No. So we don't have to have a title to be a minister. A title. Let's not so much have to be caught up with the title thing as it is the ministry. The work is more important than the title. Working the ministry of reconciliation means I stand in the place in this world of God. Jesus was the first ambassador. Jesus was an ambassador. He was the ambassador to the kingdom. But now, what if the words and now, hallelujah, we're re Jesus to what God was in Christ. He was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their righteousness unto them and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. And then verse 20 said, now we're ambassadors of Christ as though God did beseech you by us. We pray in Christ's stead, be reconciled to God. So Jesus was the first ambassador here. When an ambassador leaves an appointment, another ambassador is sent in his place. Jesus is gone and the word says Jesus is gone to heaven and he's seated at the right hand of the father. But now we are all ambassadors of the kingdom of light. I can be ministering to someone over here and you can be ministering somewhere over there, but we're all ambassadors and we can all speak the same thing and we can we should all be speaking the same thing. We should all be minding the same thing. We should all be loving the same way. Why? Because there is one manual. Jesus has called us that we now, the Holy Spirit has called us that we now be 
minister, be ambassadors here and ministers of reconciliation. What do we do? And I'm closing. I'm closing soon. Romans, the 14th chapter and the 17th verse says this, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but the kingdom of God is righteousness, it's peace, and it's joy in the Holy Ghost. People need to hear the good news that this is what the kingdom is. People need to hear that there is righteousness, that there is joy, and there is peace in the Holy Ghost. Not only do they hear it, I heard Bishop Ed say sometime, something not too long ago, and I'm, I'm probably going to misquote it, but this is, a, this is what basically what he said. We, the life we live, and we've heard this over down through the years, but the life we live speaks louder than the words we say. The life we live speaks louder than the words we say. We have got to, got to, got to. We must, we must, we must realize that we are ambassadors from the kingdom of light. We must realize that the thing and the purpose that God has sent us for, that he sent us for is extra special. Because this purpose that he sent us for is to snatch people from darkness. It, it, it's an eternal purpose because our purpose translates people from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. It keeps people from dying and being lost eternally. But it translates people and teaches them how we can live in God. And how, my God, have mercy, Jesus. My time is up. But how it is we can live in God and we can find the righteousness and peace and joy that he offers. Doesn't mean all your problems are going to be over, but he'll come and live in you. And he'll lead you. He'll talk to you. He'll lead you. He'll lead you and he'll guide you. I need to encourage somebody this morning. You have not been expelled from your assignment. God is not mad at us. God is not mad at you. Doesn't matter whether you showed out or not. You have diplomatic immunity. If you go to the throne of grace one more time, you can go again. The door to the throne of grace has not been cut off for you. It has not been cut off for you. Your ministry is not over. He's still calling us to work the ministry of reconciliation, to bring men and women back to him. Go back. Refresh the manual. Go back to the throne.
throne of grace. Come boldly before the throne of grace. You don't have to shuttle in with your head down, no. But you're not going in boldly with your heart puffed up because you're grateful that he's given you another chance. So I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging somebody here this morning. I hear it. I hear the Holy I hear the Holy Ghost. He's telling me to encourage somebody today that your ministry is not over. I don't care what people say, what you did. You are an ambassador and the kingdom that you come from deals with you differently than the kingdom of this world. They deal with us differently. Now he does not want you to mess up again because he said he would give us grace to help in this time of need. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. So let's go to God. You stop holding yourself someplace where God doesn't have you. You hold, stop holding yourself someplace where God is not holding you. You are an ambassador extraordinary. God has called you to the kingdom. What a privilege and an honor that he's called us to work in this kingdom. People are watching us as ambassadors. People want to know that there is righteousness and peace and joy somewhere. It, it, it really bothers my spirit when I hear people say there are no real Christians. That God is not real based on how they see his ambassadors live. But let's pull up our own spiritual socks. Let's get in the manual. Let's communicate with the kingdom of heaven. Let's find out what, his, what we're supposed to be doing on this assignment. Let's not get caught up with this temporary place that we live. Yes, we have to live. Yes, we have to eat. Yes, we have to work. But the assignment is temporary. We've got to deal with stuff that's eternal. Let's let the eternal be more important than the temporary. We are ambassadors for Christ. He's called us. He's favored us. He's handpicked us out of billions and billions of people that we can be in the kingdom for such a time as this. I bless the Lord today. Mm. I praise the Lord that he called us and we can work while it's day. He hasn't expelled you. you can, an ambassador can be expelled. An ambassador can be called back home. Mm -mm. But he has not. The enemy hasn't expelled you. He can't. He can't. He didn't assign you. And nor has he sent you back home. God is still saying, it's, it's not over till he says it's over. Mm. I bless the Lord. We're going to pray. Mm. My time is up. My time is up. Kingdom ambassadors, know who we are. Know the authority that we have. When I show up, not just me, when you show up, you come representing the kingdom of God. Stuff has to change. Why? Because we are here. We are light. So that's why the word tells us, Jesus said, let our light shine. So men can see the good works. They can see the character. They can see the kingdom of light. Let your light shine before me.
that they may see your good works and glorify God, which is in heaven. They'll come to serve him. More ambassadors added to the kingdom. Oh, what a privilege we have that we can work for the Lord. Amen. Don't give up. Don't give up. I don't care how many times you messed up. And how many times do you think, I was, as I was preparing this message, one thing, let me, one thing that I wrote, as I was, as I was saying with reconciliation, dealing with that, the first thing that came to mind, God is love. People need to know that God is love. God is love. Second thing, God is not mad at you. He's not mad at you. God says, whosoever will come, come without money, come without price. Just come. If you're not an ambassador in the kingdom of God, I would love, 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 love this morning to introduce you to the one who has a work for you to do. Doesn't matter where you are, what you've done, how long you were there, his love extends far. His love extends far. There's no end to the love of God. He should came on the devotion. Mm. I'd like to pray for you this morning, but not only do I want to pray for you, those of us who are ambassadors, wherever we are, you all, I, my prayer for you today is that we know who he is, that we fellowship with the Holy Spirit daily. We stay in constant communication with the kingdom assigned us and we'll find that as we negotiate this kingdom of darkness that situations will be easier our stress level goes down things we worry about won't be things to worry anymore you'll find that the things that God has prepared for us, not only in heaven, but here, he's, he'll provide. We don't have to worry because we're ambassadors. We're worrying unnecessarily. We're worrying unnecessarily. Even in this pandemic, let's not worry because we're assigned here to work. My question to the Lord is, will you show me how? Teach me, Holy Spirit, what to do, how to do, so that I can be an ambassador extraordinary, extraordinary, so that I can be effective, so that when my time is gone, when my season is up, that I and the person who comes behind me, when my season is up, that they too would have, have an example that no one in the kingdom of darkness would be able to say that's not a real Christian. But their testimony of me would be, of my life living, this is my prayer, this is my desire, that people's testimony of my life living will be, I know God is real. Do I always get it right? No, I can't tell you I do. But one thing I'm learning, the more I listen to the Holy Spirit, 
the fewer and fewer things I'm getting wrong. Not, I'm not there yet. Mm -mm. Can't tell you that. I'm not there yet. But the more I seek it, the more I stay in the manual, I'm learning. I'm learning. God knows I bless him for it. God knows I bless him for it. The more we stay in the manual, the more we stay in the manual, the better we'll be. Amen. I bless the Lord. Let's pray. For those of you who don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to pray for you right now. And then we'll pray for those of us in the kingdom that we'll be extraordinary ambassadors. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you today. Holy Spirit, we thank you because we feel your presence right now. You're here with us. You lead us and you guide us. There are those who hear my voice this morning, or they may hear it in the evening or night, wherever they may be. When they hear this word, and their heart is pricked, I pray that you would forgive sin, that their sins would be forgiven, and that they would be bound to the kingdom, that they would experience the righteousness, the joy, and the peace that's in you. We bless you. We honor you this morning. We praise you. Forgive sin, blot out transgressions, and we thank you for it. We bless you for it. In the name of Jesus. And God, those of us who are already called to be ambassadors, there's some who feel that their appointment is over. I heard you. I heard you. But God, right now, I pray that you stir them again on the inside. Let them know that this appointment is not over, that you don't deal in the kingdom of light like they deal in the kingdom of darkness. But God calls them to learn from past mistakes and past failures. And God, let them get up and start running. Let them run like Job, redeeming the time, letting men and women know that there is the gospel, the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And not only them, God, but all of us stir us afresh that we would also run and redeem time, that we would run, 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 run for you, that we would have a, 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 a greater desire to reconcile men and women to you, to let them know you're not mad. You're not a God that's sitting up in heaven mad. Oh, God, and you're not ready just to cut everybody, but that you are love, that you are a God of love. And that there is a mighty, great revival coming. The heavens are opening. The heavens are opening. And you are pouring out your spirit. Oh, God, as never before. And we bless you for it. Let us, let us focus on you. Let our attention be on you and the things of the spirit. We bless you for providing for us. Thank you for what you're doing. And God, open our ears the more that we may hear and listen. And let us catch our own selves when we're chiding with you. We believe you for it. And we thank you for your goodness that you've shown us already. And the grace that you've already extended. Thank you for your ever, ever abiding love. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And that the kingdom of God will be even expanded even more. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Amen.